Namaste. Welcome to Call and Response Podcasts with Krishnadas, where he shares meaningful stories of his life on the path, of his Guru Maharaji, and integrating spiritual practice into our everyday lives. Call and Response Podcasts is an offering of the Kirtanwala Foundation. The foundation is dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba, a great spiritual teacher of India. If you are interested in supporting this podcast and the work of the foundation, please visit kirtanwalafoundation.org, K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H foundation.org. So practice, you got to do practice, I'm sorry, you just have to. With our eyes open and our hearts open. But through a practice, you're, you're, you get used to coming back from being gone. It's more like an ability to let go. Um, going back to the moping, <laughs> I realized I've become so good at moping that mm. it has turned into... Your spiritual practice. Yes. Excellent. Thank you for saying that. And You're thank welcome. you for mentioning it too, because literally right before you said that, I was wondering, well, what's his deal? Like, where is he? Where does he struggle? Like, what's, because we're all human. Oh, yeah. And in relation to that, like, the, uh, the advice, suggestions, whatever I always get is meditation. And mm-hmm. going back to what you said about the thoughts, like, I do feel like the moping leads to, I create really good thought prisons. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to pull out of it. And, um, I realized just even being here for a little bit that this has done a lot and that I don't feel the same way or I don't, you know, I might be impatient, but I don't feel the same way during meditation, which I know means a lot of different things. And I've been saying that chanting and kirtan is my meditation because when I hear what people talk about what meditation is supposed to bring, I get that from this. And I honestly, I hate meditation. Like, I absolutely hate it. So I'm curious <laughs> as to what... I think it's, I don't like the silence. I don't like being completely... Don't worry, it's, it's never silent in your head. That's what I'm saying. I guess let me rephrase that. I don't like the outside <laughs> silence leading me to the, the stuff in my head. But when I feel it with the chanting, I feel like movement and mm-hmm. I process things. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, is there a difference for you between what we call meditation and now I think mindfulness? And I'm wondering if you think there's a difference between like Mindfulness, meditation, mantra chanting, like all the words. So just, I hope that's a question. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. Um, well, the best meditation is the one you do. Meditation is a very big subject. There's a lot of different techniques of meditation. My guru said, Ram Nam Karnese Sapura Hojatehe. From going on repeating these names, everything is accomplished. Everything is brought to fullness and completion. That's what he said. You know, there's Ashtanga Yoga, the eight limbed yoga, you know, all that shit. But Maharaji used to say that the Westerners were qualified only for the five limbed yoga, which in Hindi is Gupta. Gumne kame pine and sone, which means gossiping, drinking tea, eating, wandering around, and talking. Gupne kame, gossiping, wandering around, 
eating, drinking, and sleeping. That's what we were qualified for. I believe him. That's why I chant. That's what I'm qualified for. I don't know what any, you know, I've done a lot of different practices for a lot of different teachers and wonderful beings, all, you know, but the, the thing that works for me, the thing that I feel I have to do and want to do is the chanting. And one time I asked Sidney Ma, who is Maharaji's great devotee, I said, Ma, you know, should I sing or should I meditate? She said, well, what do you like to do? I don't know if you can understand what that question did to me. What do you like to do? You mean something I like to do could be good for me? Oh my God. I had never imagined that in my wildest dream. So don't worry about it. Do what you like. And, you know, if you mope, be aware, that's all. Mope. Don't try to not mope. Just mope. Because if you're aware of what you're doing, you're not doing it, you're not asleep in it the same way. So that's a big thing. You can't always change your behavior, but you can be aware of being stuck. And if you're aware of being stuck in something, it's very different than really being stuck and asleep. Awareness doesn't try to make anything happen. Awareness is always here. But we're not paying attention. So, it's very hard to fall asleep again completely once you wake up a little bit. Even when you try, like me. Just try to fall asleep. Try not to be aware, it's very difficult until you fall asleep. And then you don't know you're asleep till you wake up. It's very interesting. And more than that, the amount of time you spend asleep is karmically determined. And the amount of times, how long it takes you to wake up is karmically determined. The other thing Siddhima said, she said, in 40 years with Maharaji, not once did he ask me to meditate. Not once. He asked her to do japa, to repeat these names, because that's what he did. And then he said, the higher, the, the more subtle states of, of mind, of consciousness, can't be created or can't be uh, brought about by the use, by personal will by your person. In other words, I'm going to meditate myself into this. Our personal will does not bring about the more subtle states of mind, the more open states of consciousness. Very, it's really subtle subject and I don't really know that much about it compared to some people, but I've slogged around in it for almost 50 years, so I picked a few things up. That's about it. So just sing and be happy, or sing and be unhappy. It doesn't make any fucking difference. That's what I do. See, okay, the thing is, 
once you say, okay, I'm going to chant now. I'm going to chant for 10 minutes. So you, you're making a deal with yourself that no matter what happens, your job is to let go of it and come back to the sound of the name. That's what you just made. You've, you signed a contract with yourself. Okay, I'm going to sing. That's the art. Of course, you won't be able to sing. You won't be able to pay any attention for more than a second before you're gone. But you'll start to notice that. And every time you come back, you've created a deeper pathway in the brain, actually. They proved that. That, that movement back to, the, to wake up to home base when you recognize that you haven't been paying attention. Oh, okay. That, oh, ah. Uh, that's a big thing. And every time that happens, it makes the next time one millionth of a billionth of a thing easier. It happens more easily again and again and again. So people ask me all the time, what do I feel when I chant? How do I know? I'm chanting. My whole thing when you're chanting, I'm not, I don't care what I'm feeling. It's not about what I'm feeling, it's about remembering. I don't feel good. I don't feel good all the time. Sometimes I just do not want to sing, but there's a thousand people coming, so I better get my ass together. So I sit down and I start singing. And once I start singing, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters except the singing. And that, 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 I don't even know what to call it, that. Reflex, almost, of paying attention. As soon as I'm gone, I wake up, I remember, and I come back to the name. Again and again and again. I don't analyze what I was thinking, I don't analyze how I'm feeling, blah, you know? I just let it go and come back. It's not important. I am not important. The reason I mope around this is because I and how I feel and all my emotions and how am I now, how am I now, how am I now, is this good, is this good, I think this is better. If I do it this way, a little Vaseline over here will make it easier. Becomes unimportant. It's just not about that. So be unhappy, it's okay. Enjoy. Namaste. Same to you. Thank you very much for coming to LA. You saved me a plane ticket to New York. Oh, really? Uh, every time I hear your voice when you're chanting, I feel, I guess it's Maharaja, since that's who is you are channeling or whatever you call it. But it's it's tremendous, and thank you for that. Thank you for being available to let that come through you. And. I enjoy your chai and chat so much. I think I've heard each one of them four or five times. And are you going to please do more? Yeah, we'll do more. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. I, I watch them while I'm riding the exercise bike in the morning. and then Wait I a minute. I have to go down to this fucking studio and sit there all day on my ass sweating. And you, know, and you sit at home on your exercise bike? On my exercise bike, yeah. I'm going to do the next, I'm going to do the next round on an exercise bike. That's what okay. I mean. But, so my, my question is, though, 
I go to sleep at night with my headphones and I, I listen mostly to the live Ananda. Really? And, and it, sometimes I fall asleep somewhere in the middle, somewhere at the end. It, do you even know if, if you're asleep and you're, the chanting is going on in your ears and in your brain, mm -hmm. is that, does that count toward the... <laughs> I'm still working on learning the Chalisa <laughs> really hard, but I'm getting there. And, and I'm thinking, well, maybe if I just listen to that every night, will that count? <laughs> Would that count? What a question, or, or eh? Or do I have to be conscious, you know, and doing the bringing back? <laughs> I know. No, no, I'm just teasing. Um, yes, it counts. <laughs> Um, before I fall asleep, I'm chanting with you, not out loud, obviously, because my uh, husband... That's you. My husband would freak out. We're all there in bed together. Well, first of all, the, having, having you in my ears now keeps me from hearing his CPAP machine, which I love. Wonderful. <laughs> but, um, so you can't hear mine where you are? <laughs> Chanting, obviously, I'm not chanting out loud. Yeah. Is is that does that? Sure. Count? You don't have to chant out loud. Okay, it's so it's, it's like even when you're chanting out loud. The reason you chant out loud, well, there's two reasons, but one reason is so that you can hear it in your mind. It's your mind. It's a it's your awareness that's, in a sense, taking the shape of the name, okay. or moving into that field. Okay. Uh, so. That's awareness is the important thing, okay. not 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 out loud or not out loud. Okay. Um, and there's nothing wrong with uh, putting the headphones on and listening to it while you're sleeping because it's still going in there. Yeah. Just because part of you is asleep and not conscious doesn't mean you are unconscious completely. Because there's still awareness, but you're no longer aware of the awareness, so to speak. But but the name is still planting a seed in you in one way, a certain kind of way. And you, you mentioned somewhere along the line that uh, Maharaji said, if you chant Sita Ram the right way, you'd be gone. No, not exactly. Not exactly. He said, go on to sing your lying Ram Ram. Yeah. So one of these days you'll say it right once, boom, the real Ram will come and you'll be Okay. So if what I, does that mean? Who knows what that means? Well, yeah, I wonder because I also listen to you in the car and I'm going along the freeway and I, every once in a while the thought comes into my head, God, what if I say it the right way while I'm on the freeway and I'm gone? <laughs> Not good. I don't want to disappoint you. But there's very little chance of that, yeah. That reminds me of this story I, I read once. Uh, what do they call it when every all, all bodies are supposed to go up into heaven, you know? The rapture. So there was a woman down in Georgia or Alabama who uh, was riding on the freeway. And the person in the car in front of her had a convertible with a bunch of balloons uh, uh, shapes about people, balloons, you know, she was taking to a party 
and the string broke and all these balloons went up into the air and the woman thought it was the rapture so she just jumped out of the window of the car and was killed oh my god this is what happens when you take things too literally so don't don't worry one last thing about 30 years ago i had the pleasure of going to a ram das lecture mm -hmm. i went to three of them and the feeling i got there was incredible and i know you mentioned that he was your first experience that led you to maharaji mm -hmm. and it's kind of funny because it took me this long to get from that experience with him to find you mm -hmm. and to get that feeling now from you and mm -hmm. it's just yeah. like how things go around 30 years, 30 years. It's okay, it could have been 30 lifetimes. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, since you mentioned it, I'll just tell you. So, when I, first time I met Ramdas, he was living at his father's uh, place up in the, uh, New Hampshire. It was like a little estate, and he was living in the room above the garage, a very simple, uh, cold room. And uh, when I walked into the room, I had heard about him from some friends, and I finally drove up there. So when I walked into the room where he was sitting, without a word being spoken, without eye contact, I just walked into the room. All of a sudden, I knew that whatever it was I was looking for was, it was real, it existed. It was in the world, you could find it. It was a life-changing moment. It was really extraordinary. Uh, and so then we got to know each other and at first I thought it was him you know, and then I realized it was Maharaji, but what does that mean? <laughs> Who's Maharaji? Who's him? Who are we? We don't even know. So let's find out who we are. This is where we should start with. Don't think about those. I mean, you can, if you want to think about the deities, the so-called deities, they're just beings like us, but a little older, like millions of years older. Let's, how could we know what anything is until we know who we are, what we are, what's real in there? If there is anything, let's find out. That's the direction you have to go, one way or another. It's the, it's, the ripening of, of, of the soul, so to speak. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by the Kirtanmala Foundation. Krishnadas is renowned for leading Kirtan, the spiritual practice of chanting, and workshops around the world. For more information about him, including upcoming events, please visit krishnadas.com. K-R-I-S-H-N-A-D-A-S dot com. We also invite you to visit kirtanwalafoundation.org K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H foundation.org 
Here you will find more offerings dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba. Love everyone, serve everyone. Remember God. Ram Ram.